This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. On the podcast on a Thursday, a stormy Thursday. No softball tonight. And that means there is one very happy Albert... To my left. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up, man? Jerry, this is the last post-game podcast that you and I will do together for quite some time. Little hiatus? Little hiatus. We don't do ones on Friday because I have to get out of here early. Uh, then next week I am off and you're working. Which I would have done them. With whom? Had Chris Lepresti been in. Oh, I see. You would have done or them with Or if Bob Cielo. was here. Right. But or if none Eddie of was here. Everyone's out except you because you're hosting with Kim Jones. Yes. And Minko. Correct. And I don't think Mingo knows where to find robotic penis stories. I don't think, well, when you're not here, I find the stories. Oh, you do. But I don't think I can discuss those things with him. Probably not. I mean, I could try it once for poops and giggles, mm-hmm. but I don't know how well that would go. So next week, we're all out and you're working. Then the following week, we are back, but you're taking off. Correct. So it's going to be about two weeks time or more Yeah. before you and I get back back together again. July 16th will be our next podcast together. Wow. Think about that. Be the middle of July already. Wow. Yeah. Well, luckily, Jerry, on this last podcast day for a while, we'll, we'll, we'll still be posting the warm-up for tomorrow. Of course. And, uh, yeah. So, luckily, I have some quality stories, Jerry, to get people through. Let's get a lot of downloads for this one since it's our last one. That would be nice. That'd be awesome. Let me give you a Pornhub story. We've not heard from them in where have they been in a little while. Pornhub has announced it's adding closed captioning to some of their videos. It's an effort to improve the experience for users who are deaf or hard of hearing. The vice president of Pornhub, his name is Corey Price, he says, quote, here at Pornhub. It's important that we continue to service all of our users' needs and make content accessible to every individual. Right now, the closed captioning is on 1,000 of the site's most popular videos. Now, in theory, you Mm -hmm. could reach over to the computer to your right and check this out. Yes. And you would be doing show prep and research. Show prep, yep. Hmm. I wonder how how they do moans and things like that. Oh, yeah, like that. It just, they write it out. I would think so, yes. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. 
and then that would be on the screen. Are you trying to give any clips? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm not a big closed captioning guy. You know, most of my, you know, when 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 you first start watching dirty movies, uh, whenever that is in your life, uh, a lot of times it's when you're still living at home, and uh, you get used to watching these films without the sound at all. <laughs> so to have the closed captioning, I guess, would be good. I think they're doing a good service for their clients. Very good service. Yes. I like that they're thinking ahead. You know what I mean? Like, they're always looking to improve over their Pornhub. Well, you know that they're going to be a step or two above the curve. So what do you think they're looking at next? Well, I know they've got, like, virtual reality videos uh, on their you know sites. That. I've read somewhere. All kidding aside, what does that even mean? I think you need a virtual reality headset in order to oh, watch them. I see. But it's that, like... Have you ever tried those on? I have not. Um, the closest I ever came to trying one of those was when Craig had it, and it was like yeah. underwater. Yes. And I, I saw that for 30 seconds, which is kind of neat, but that's the only time I've ever put those goggles on. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple things with them at uh, different uh, technology uh, things. Expos. That, yeah, expos that Gina and I have gone to. And uh, it is kind of cool if you watch regular video, like I've been on top of a mountain and you look all around with the headset on, it's pretty cool. Now, I'm, I'm not being funny. Have yes. you ever seen pornography with these? I have not. I'd be interested to see what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's got to be some experience. Yeah, it's got to be some experience. I do get a little dizzy, though, when I uh, put those headsets on for right. too long. Right. I can imagine. Imagine, like, if you imagine, I mean, that talk about, you know, they say people get de desensitized to sex because of pornography. Imagine if you had virtual reality look all around and you see nude people. Now could you imagine if your girlfriend walks in on you? Yeah. With those goggles on. <laughs> right. And doing that. Because not only do you put the goggles on, but you put headphones on with it to get oh the full God. experience for virtual reality. Right. And then if you were had your pants off on top of that <laughs> and you couldn't hear what's going on around you, boy, that'd be some scene. That would be something. Yeah. Oh, God. That'd be a very proud moment in your life. So I don't know what could be next on top of that. Right. Or well, that's Pornhub. My, that's, my, that's my question. Yeah. But they have the, the porn industry perfects all of these technologies. Like when streaming video came out, it was like always buffering. And the first ones to do it right, porn sites. Because that is their business. Yeah. You know, if, if if MLB and they've got it as good as anybody right now too. Pornhub and MLB are leaders. Yes, I would the... agree. If you know their if their streaming is not great, they can tell you. Listen, it's on TV. Right. Watch it. Pornhub is not on TV. It is not unless they have them on like those demand channels, which I don't know if they do or they don't. They do not. They do not. From what I hear. Why don't we start a uh, Roku channel, me and you? Okay. What do we do for that? Very easy. Mm -hmm. Actually. You basically have to sign up for a channel, and you upload content. Really? Yes, and it's up to you to promote it. Okay. And it doesn't cost anything. A Roku. Have you found any amateur Roku channels oh, that you enjoy? Oh, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, that's the problem. They're like podcasts. There's you hundreds of them. You have to promote it, correct. And we have a promotional vehicle. Yes, correct. WFAN. And this podcast. Or our Twitter feed. Oh, our Twitter I was going. feed. And Facebook. Better idea. Yes. Better idea. I don't know that we could do that on FAN. I'm not even sure if we'd be allowed to do it, period. But kind of neat, though. A Roku channel? Kind of neat. All you right. need another place to park your Saturdays with Al. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to get some closed captioning. I'm going to talk to the people at Pornhub, see if they'll get their closed captioning stuff I know over what you're going to do. 
you're going to do Sunday mornings porn with Al. Closed caption. In closed captioning. Closed captioning. <laughs> Dermatologist and uh, what do you call those? Uh, plastic surgeons, Jerry, say that big butts are no longer Hollywood's hottest trend. The fad of gigantic butt augmentation is on its way out, a doctor told a reporter. I bet if you were the last one to get it. That's the thing. <laughs> People wanting distortion of their rear end is in its last death throes, he says. Exactly what I was just thinking. Let's say you got these butt implants, and now they're out of fashion. Well, it's not just it's not like a piece of clothing that you could just get rid of. You now have butt implants. I would think they could take them out. Imagine, though, if you got used to the butt implants. Like, I wonder women that do uh, breast implants, because women have had breast implants that they've then been removed. Correct. What that feels like, uh, because you've probably gone so many years uh, having the fake boobs, and then back to not fake boobs, while it took some getting used to when you first got the fake boobs, now that's your normal reality. And now you get rid of those. Back, back to no to fake boobs. Natural. Not all natural. I think you get used to anything after time. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get the butt implants taken out. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Might be a little soft to sit down for a little yeah. while. you used to it. You ride a bike. You'd be like, how did I ride a bike before? My butt, I could, it goes right to the my butt bone. Well, no, that's you. <laughs> Most people have a little bit back there. Oh. Most people are not walking skeletons. I do not. <laughs> I do not have a lot of skin. <laughs> no, skin I have. It's the stuff under the skin near my right. butt bones. Right. I do not have a lot of. All right. So hopefully uh, you do, you are not one of the last to get butt implants. You probably got them cheaper. Yours. Oh, they're saying that the new hot fad, though, Jerry, is called cleavage lines. What's that? And it is... Uh, for bo- men? <laughs> no, it's for women. It's Botox near your cleavage to take away any wrinkles near your cleavage. Oh. Right. You follow? Uh, whatever. I mean, that seems kind of pointless, but okay. Ear, the way to spend money, really. Earlobe filler is also a hot new trend. What the hell is that? And putting Botox in the tip of your nose, also See, very again, popular. People need other things to do with their money. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, you talk about, you talk about uh, first world problems. My God. You gotta be kidding me. This doctor they caught up with, Dr. Harold Lancer, said that five years ago, men were one in twenty patients getting cosmetic surgery. N- now <coughs> choked up, Jerry. Now they're one in eight. For cosmetic surgery? Yes. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Wow. Would Is you it... get earlobe filler? I don't even know what that means. I'm not sure either. Maybe just to get bigger earlobes. No. How about bringing the tip of your nose uh Together, no, tighten I, up with some Botox. Enough. I don't need anything being put in it. I'm here's good. here's something yeah, you uh, and this Victoria's Secret model have in common, Jerry. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's that? Let's see what her name is. She's a Brazilian model, Sabrina Jails St. Pierre. Well, I'm not a Brazilian model, so that's one thing that's we're not in common. All right. She is suing Hilton Hotel in California. I'm not suing them. Claiming she was, quote, massacred by bedbugs. Oh, she was staying at the Palm Desert Embassy Suites two years ago for a modeling shoot, and she said she were, her entire body was covered in bed bug bites. Well, my, it wasn't my entire body, so. 
They sh- they have photos of her. I have a photo here, Jerry, showing you the large sure. the large bites. Yeah. She's suing them. Now, in fairness, I always like this. So uh, Hilton Hotels came out and they go, that's uh, individually owned and operated. Yeah, but it still says Hilton on it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure they're paying some sort of a fee. Yes. Now, they had someone come in and tested and said there was no bed bugs. It was two years ago. I think they tested it two years ago. Wow. So I don't know what's going on with this. She's suing for $546,000. I wonder what you fun. could have sued for. I don't know, but I would have shot for five forty six and settled for like a hundred. Because you were bit up by bed bugs in New Hampshire, in a New Hampshire hotel yes, when I you was. were on the road with Columbia. That is right, two thousand nine, I believe it was. And now you sleep in a cocoon sort of thing when you go on the road. Uh, no, because we stay in very nice hotels now. We do. Yes. Well, I don't about you, but I mean, I, I do. do. Yes. I stay so. in only nice hotels. But I did return to that hotel two you years did. later, and I slept in my clothes. You did? Yes. In a nap, in a, like a... Uh, in a sleeping bag. In a sleeping bag. On top of the bed. Yes. No problems. I got to tell you, it was quite comfortable, too. Very I, warm. When I was a kid, I always was skeeved out by what I thought would be dirty hotels. Yes. So I always used to sleep on top of the bed, which never gets washed, which is silly. That's true. Well, you sleep under but the covers, those about, do get washed. But there's also something that you think about people, what are they doing under the sheets? Yeah. So I kind of get what your thinking was. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Body fluids all over the place. Oh, gross. I mean, come on. And some, you know, it's, you know what's the worst, too, when you go into a bad hotel? Not that we do it often, but when you do, and then the bathroom's not nice. Yes. Oh, I need I mean, a nice bathroom. At the very bathroom. least, give me an ultra-clean bathroom. Totally agree. With a nice, powerful shower Yes. Head. Couldn't agree with you more. You're right. I agree. That's one thing I like about Borgata and Mohegan. I mean, those showers are awesome. There's a Sheridan Four Points here near work. Yeah. The rooms are super tiny, right? They're New York hotel rooms. I mean, a closet could be bigger. Yeah. But the bathroom has nice toilets yep. and tremendous shower. So I'm in for that. Correct. I will try to go there when I need a hotel. Bed's fine. TV's nice. Perfect. You're good. That's all I need. Yeah, I agree. That's all I'm looking for. I hear you. Let me see if you think this is a sign that America's getting fatter and fatter, Jerry. Dunkin' we'll just look around. I could have could have done that. Right. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts has introduced donut fries and brown sugar cold brew. Why not? <laughs> Why the hell not? Here's the description. Donut fries feature individual pieces of buttery croissant style donut dough that are tossed in cinnamon sugar and served warm and crispy. And they sound delicious. They do sound delicious, yeah. but really, you got to stop eating this food, people. Right, you can do this like once a month. The problem is people are going to buy it every day. Right, this is going to be their new breakfast. Right. And right. a cold brew brown sugar. Again, sounds delicious. Uh, adding naturally flavored brown sugar syrup to their... Naturally flavored? It's syrup. <laughs> what are you talking about? In nature, Jerry, we've got syrup... I'm going to get you some Dunkin' Donuts fries. If I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, I'd be like, can we just do donuts, munchkins, muffins? And coffee. Stop giving me all these other things I have to sell. How about donuts and coffee? Yes. You're good. I don't need to pull up to Dunkin' Donuts and say, hey, we now have hamburgers. Right. (laughs) Would you like one? I mean, God, they tried the pizza. That didn't work out well. I wonder why. Dunkin' Donuts pizza? Right. 
It's like going to Taco Bell. Oh, you serve munchkins now. I mean, come on. Well, they started serving fries now, um, Taco Bell. They're donut fries. And then <laughs> McDonald's is uh, start going to start serving muffin tops. You remember muffin tops from a Seinfeld episode, perhaps. TMZ caught up with Spike Ferriston. He wrote the muffin tops episode for season eight. Really? And he said, where's my cut of the loot? Now, he seems to be kidding in some ways, but he did come up with muffin tops as an idea. To just cut the top off the muffin? Yeah, and just sell that. Okay. And now McDonald's is going to do that and calling it muffin tops. Well, that's what they are. Did he trademark it? I guess he didn't. Well, then it's all free. Evidently, he did not right. trademark There's it. There's nothing you can do about that. That's kind of like, you know, hey, we're going to make a different type of bread. Well, what about the first person that came up with bread? Everybody that makes new bread now have to go to tell this guy they're making his thing? What about muffin top fries? Would you be interested in that? I'm not interested in any of it. I'm interested in losing about 18 pounds. We should on the ride home today, Jerry. Stop at a Dunkin' Donuts. Get cold brewed sugar. What is it called? Brown Brown sugar sugar coffee. coffee. And chase it with some um, no. donut fries. Uh-uh. <laughs> Good Lord. And finally, this has always been a fantasy of mine. Who's your fantasy? Are we going back to the 3D porn? No, different. Different fantasy. Uh, Tom Morello, he uh, recently injured his hand, Jerry. But he uh, had his hand all stitched up. He had like a, a minor surgery on his hand, his playing hand. But he didn't want it to... He's on tour with Prophets of Rage in Sweden. He didn't want to miss any shows. So he's still doing shows, but his hand gets tired quicker. He asked if there was anyone in the stands uh, watching if they knew knew how, really knew how, to play Bulls on Parade okay. by Rage Against the Machine. And right. a guy raised his hand and went up there and jammed out on it. No kidding. That is awesome. That's pretty cool. I would love to play... With like a Bruce Springsteen, but I don't know how to play. I don't know like how to play like play with Bruce Hornsby in the range. A lot of piano playing. Yeah, there. I'm not. I can't. I couldn't compete with that. But I feel like guitar. If you know how to play guitar, you could get up and jam. And you can't. I can't do that. You've tried. I've tried the guitar many times. I just can't get it. Right. So stick with the piano. I've also toy around with the ukulele, the smaller guitar. That sounds like not fun. It's uh, easier than the guitar. Yeah, but it's, it's only, not a guitar. It's not a guitar. Kind of a, <laughs> it sounds like a toy. Yes. When you're playing, it sounds like who's playing that toy guitar. And yet when you can play the piano, impressive. Impressive. Yes, I think so. I really believe so. Yeah, I do too. You can sit at the piano for hours and just play. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Especially because a piano, once you know how to play the 88 keys, it doesn't matter how large the body of the piano is. Right. It's the same keys. Yeah. The keys are the same size. They're weighted the same. Right. So to be able to go on, if you were able to go to a enormous, giant, grand piano and play that, pretty cool. You'd look like Victor Bourdain. What was the name? Bourdain? Bourdain? Victor Borgia? Are you talking about Beethoven? No. I'm talking about the guy that used to, the the he was funny. You know who I'm talking about? No. For real? Yeah. I actually bought. I actually bought his videos. Oh, boy. TV ones. No, he's funny as hell, dude. Are you thinking of Dr. Dirty, John Valby? No, Victor Bourget, B-O-R-G-E, played the piano, but Mm -hmm. he was a comic. Okay. With the piano. Guy was awesome. Victor B-O-R-G-E, that's his name. How do you not know who this is? I don't know who that is. I'll have to look. For real? Yeah, for reals. 
Wow. Okay. Now I'm going to go watch videos of this guy. I have it. Well, I used to have them home, but do you I don't know anymore? Do you know Doctor Dirty John Valby? No. He's a comic who is a classically trained pianist, but he sings very filthy songs. Okay. So he was a frequent guest of Opie and Anthony, and when they were on satellite radio, their XM studios that they were in, they were in a building right above a Steinway store, right. Steinway Pianos. They sent him in there. First, he was playing the piano, classically trained, uh, because he's very good at it, and then started singing very dirty, filthy songs <laughs> in the Steinway store. That's tremendous. It was good stuff. It's on YouTube. Google it, everybody. And you Google Victor Borga. Okay. B-O-R-G-A? Yeah. E. B-O-R-G-E? Borge. Borge. Borga. Okay. I'm telling you, I, do that. you got an hour before we leave. Just check it out. Tell I will. Me, he, I'm telling you, he's funny. Okay. Jerry, the warm-up show is next. I did that with you. You were here this morning. Yeah, how about that? Okay. Goodbye. And this is the final podcast for quite some time, at least I two know, weeks. Weird. So! Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, this portion sponsored by Credit Karma. We have reached a Thursday. Very nice to be back in the friendly confines of the studio. Al Dukes, you egomaniac wearing your own shirt. How are you? I love a studio, Jerry. I love being here where I don't see people other than you and Eddie <laughs> Scazzeri. I, I totally get it. Absolutely. And people are walking around in yeah. front of the cameras. We're all good. And these robot cameras we have here, yes. perfect. I don't have to see people. Not that I don't enjoy the cameramen, Jerry. That was you a job. You don't like people. That was a job I wanted to do when I was a kid. I thought I'd be a good cameraman on, like, Monday Night Football. Why didn't you go that route? I don't know. Because it's funny you say that. At I, one point, I thought that would be a good job, too. Yeah. And I still do. <laughs> My guidance counselor was terrible at Colonia High School. Why? Because they pushed you away from it? No, they didn't tell me, where do I go? I want to be a cameraman on Monday Night Football. There was no major at Kane College to go be a cameraman. You and know, I'm going to touch it and take a picture. Yeah. I would you know, love to do that. You've always said that you want to sue somebody. Yeah. Why don't you sue Colonia High School for screwing up your career? My guidance counselor? That's exactly right. All right. Because right. I would have been a good cameraman, Jerry. Well, well, you think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know you run around with your iPhone like crazy. Well, though, I would not be able to take the director being like, uh, that was a fumble. Get, get Dukes, get that shot. I'd be like, get what? I don't see the fumble. <laughs> You just move the camera right or left. You'll yeah, be fine. I would hope that they would train me, though. Jerry, yesterday, not a great day for the Mets again. But I did, as a Met fan, find some very good news uh, yesterday when I was scrolling through Twitter and watching sports news. That was that Jason Wirth is retiring. I didn't even know he was still playing. Oh. Which he wasn't. Oh, I was going to say, oh, he was playing, Jerry. But he was one of these guys that, as a Met fan, I hated him. Yeah, I didn't like he was Chase. A Met killer. Yeah. I didn't like Chase Utley, and I didn't like this Jason Worth. And who was the guy from the Phillies, Eddie? Do you remember? Pat Burrell. Pat oh. Burrell used to destroy oh. them, too. Absolutely. The worst. Jones, yeah. So I was so excited when I was like, they were seeing all these stories. Oh, Jason Worth doesn't think he can continue. Good. Get out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> See you later. Sick of that guy. Yeah, I hear you. Not only on the Phillies, then he went to the Nationals. Isn't it sad, though, that that's where you are as a Mets yes. fan, that that was your good news from the day? I was very excited to see that. <laughs> I, mean, I guess you could say Zach Wheeler's pitching, but no, nope, Jason Wheeler. Worth retiring. Good yes. stuff. And uh, the bullpen blew it again. I'm going to leave that to Boomer and Geo to handle. Let, can I just say one yes, thing? Yes, Jerry. Because timing in life is amazing. Mm -hmm. I said yesterday at about 
you got to give a manager some time. I think Mickey Calloway's a good baseball guy. Right. Oh, boy, last night was not his finest hour. That was not great. Oh, no, no, no. Last night was about as bad as bad could be. And I'll play some of the clips from Gary and Ron in the ninth inning that will illustrate that. They were three outs away, Jerry. Three outs away, and Jerry's familiar was horrendous, and so was the managing of the bullpen. Do our, our daily duties. Do our yeah, daily they duties. Dutied on, all, on the game last night is what they did. Do your duties. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Then, Jerry, a couple of New York Giants-related stories that could not be more opposite. Okay. Two opposite so things. So one's going to be good, and the other, I'm thinking, is the Janoris Jenkins brother story. Right. Yeah. So in one story, Janoris Jenkins' brother, I believe his name is William Jenkins, who has a long rap sheet, we found out. Yeah, a couple times, yeah. uh, Was arrested for manslaughter in Janoris Jenkins' home, where he was not at at the time, but he was in his home, which means he has keys unless he broke in there. Right, he's his brother. He is his brother. Do you have keys to your sister's place? I don't. You don't? No. When you have to go take care of the dogs? I don't. I, uh, That's I don't, right. I, don't, I forgot you don't really do anything. I don't get that responsibility. <laughs> if your sisters lived close to you. Yeah. Like, let's say two towns over. Right. Would you have keys there to at least help out with the kids or the dogs? That's a great question. I've never been keyed before. <laughs> Boy, they don't think much of you, do no, they? No. <laughs> I've never gotten a key before. My brother has keys to my house. He does. Sure. My, my brother, my parents, and my in-laws, of course. I, I don't know why you don't have keys to maybe your they sister's don't, places. Maybe they don't trust me with their home, much like Janoris Jenkins shouldn't have trusted his brother with his home. Maybe they just look at you as weird Uncle Al. Yeah, they, I don't want him walking around our place and we're not home. Mommy, why is he old and single still? Zip it, Jerry. <laughs> their children are much older now. No one's saying mommy. Mommy, oh. is he sick? He's so thin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyway, continue. So you got this Janoris Jenkins home, trouble. And then Saquon Barkley bought his parents a home. Lovely story. That is awesome. Yes. I don't have children, Jerry. We've just discussed Eddie doesn't have children. Because my fear was my child would be like the Janoris Jenkins brother. Right. Troublemaker. Right. Then he's my responsibility. But on the other side... I don't have a child that can grow up to be successful and buy me a home. Right, but why have why haven't you bought your parents a home? You have that very large fat 401k <laughs> rolling. You could look at it as an investment. You give your parents a brand new home no, for their golden years and then you get the home back, you make money, you actually end up winning in this deal. They are fine in their golden years, Jerry. Buy them a car. They're good. They've got cars. Send them on vacation. They don't spend a lot really, of money. What have you done for your parents? The di- Aside from an iPad that they can't figure out, did you have to go <laughs> Did I have to walk them through? How do we get the Facebook on this? <laughs> I'll tell you what I've done for my parents, Jerry. Not been a troublemaker. Yeah, all right, but not that's really gone, every kid's responsibility. Not gone to jail. Yeah, and you haven't committed manslaughter. That's all good. Not done drugs. Right, so you've been a good son. So Mr. and Mrs. Dukes, my parents, you're welcome. Well, maybe Saquon Barkley's done the same, but he's gone the extra mile. Yeah. You're a big podcast celebrity. Yeah. You really should thank your parents for setting you up so well. Yeah, it was so nice. They buy, they, he bought them a $400,000 home in uh, Pennsylvania, which cool. in Pennsylvania you get a mansion for $400,000. Yes, Look. you do. It looks like the Jeter Castle. Oh, man, that would be so awesome. Like now, do you think he pays cash for that home? Yes. No. No, he doesn't have that kind of cash yet, yet. Not yet. Not yet. But look at it this way: that could be you 
in Ooh, that photo photo opportunity and we would we would post it for you yes and you would be al duke's son savior yes man that's right up your alley i'd love to buy my dad either a cadillac or a home with my parents we'll go get him the cadillac well, who knows what? jerry what who knows they don't really like to drive around much anymore <laughs> and they don't like to be in shelter <laughs> <laughs> so the they've got shelter <laughs> Get him a better one. They are fine. <laughs> then I saw on the news yesterday, as I was going around Twitter, I saw a lot of um, video celebrations of uh, Mexican soccer fans lifting up uh, Korean soccer fans because Korea winning got Mexico back in the World Cup. However, that works. Me, I don't know either. But... I know Mexico lost and they were supposedly going to be at it. But then they weren't. But then because uh, South Korea won, right. Mexico was back in. So they're fans. Jerry, this was so nice to see for the world. You know, we normally see bad things going, really on selfish. In, going on in the world. But they were lifting fans right. from South Korea up. Not a, even uh, fans necessarily. Just it people. It was just random, random folks. people they thought they believed were Korean. Mm-hmm. And then they went to the Korean uh, consulate in Mexico City. And Is that right? Beer, right? Uh, well, and they picked up the uh, diplomat guy. <laughs> There's That's a right. Korean consulate in Mexico City? Yeah, most uh, countries that are friendly have embassies they, in the... Everywhere? Ma- yes. How <laughs> many embassies do we have here from foreign countries in America? Oh, my God. Probably over 100 in, in, in New York and Washington. Do you ever pick up a newspaper? I pick it up. And I don't mean the sports section. It's so confusing so many times. <laughs> so this was just nice to see, Jerry. Very nice to see. Uh, normally, the everyone's always attacking uh, politics. Yeah. This was somewhat political because it was two different countries. Actually. Hip, hip, hooray, and lifting people up. I got a kick out of Joe and Evan listening to them talk about soccer. They clearly had no idea what the hell they were talking about, but they were essentially doing play-by-play of these games, and they were all into it. They didn't know what was going on either. Yes. So would have been good for us too. But good things happened from that, Jerry. Good things happened to good people. Yeah. And with that, we got to take a break. This portion sponsored by Credit Karma. Get your truly free credit score and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma. Download the Credit Karma app today. Credit Karma, get knowing. Know this. Boomer and Geo coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotts Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. Hi, welcome back. Boomer and Geo here at the top. Phillies shut out the Yankees last night, 3-0. Red Sox did beat the Angels 9-6, and the Pirates beat the Mets 5-3. Pitiful loss for the Mets, whose season is it's just more pitiful by the day. Uh, Al, we got two minutes exactly. What you got? So John Daly is uh, angry with the USGA, Jerry. They will not allow him to use a cart Okay. on the senior tour. Is he hurt? Yes, he says he has an injured knee. So I guess they went back to him and said, well, can we see some proof that you have an injured knee? And he's furious with them because he doesn't want to show them proof, I guess. He probably doesn't have any proof. But why not on the senior tour? Why not let everyone use carts? They're older um, folks. Because it takes away from what the game's supposed to be. Like, I, you know, you can go all the way back to the Casey Martin situation, which was a big battle. Al has no idea about the Casey Martin. I remember no, that I big battle. Does. Definitely you, you about the cards. You were in Tampa cards. at that time. I would think you probably do. Um, you know, the one thing about golf, say what you want about it, it. I know it sounds funny, but to walk these courses every day, it really does go into your stamina and, you know, how tired you might be at the end of 18 holes. So I like the fact that they don't all get to ride cards. You shouldn't. It's part of the game, Jerry. It you're should, saying walking, walking should be part of the game. Think about, it, especially if you're on a hilly course. If you're in a golf cart, 
It's like you didn't even play. So, no, I'm all for that. I'm going to ask you a really dumb golf question. All right. Oh, boy. Can you be of senior age and still be on the regular tour? Yes. Uh, well, on the right, you can you can compete in tour events. You would. I do not believe you would be in every. But there's um, not an age limit. No. So, like, when Phil Mickelson turns 50, he could stay on tour if he wanted. And he's getting close to that. Same thing with Tiger. That's why Fred Couples, when he turned 50, was still competing and winning at times. And how old do you have to be to be on the senior 50. tour? 50? Yeah, 50. So Phil Mickelson turns 50. Why not immediately go dominate the seniors? Yes, and that does happen. The younger guys that will hit the senior tour will win a lot their first few years. So, but yeah, you can compete. It, I mean, a lot of these guys still play the majors in their 50s and 60s. It was like when I was playing flag football against a bunch of 20-year-olds, and that sucked. So then I went into an over-40 softball really? league. Oh, and I crushed it, Jerry. Like over a bunch 40 of football or softball? Softball. Softball. I was so much faster than everyone else. It was so great. And over 40. That's and how, thinner. Yeah, that's how I'd be on the senior tour.